0: Welcome to the Top Gun Horsemanship Experience. I'm Talina, the face behind Top Gun Horsemanship. This is the podcast where I share my experiences as a horse riding instructor, kennelman, and professional whipper in Southern California. For this episode, I wanted to tell you the story of Shiloh. Shiloh was an off-the-track thoroughbred. His registered name was Ultimate Shiloh. And I picked him up off of Facebook for $600. I don't remember how old he was. He was young. Either four or five. And my hope was to make him into a hunt horse so I could have my own hunt horse. It was just kind of something I had been thinking about and wanted to do. And he was cheap. Needed a home. And he was built really nice. And he was very pretty. He was a pretty, very pretty guy. He would have looked amazing out in the hunt field. So we went and picked him up, it was about a two hour drive, and funny enough, actually it wasn't really funny at the time, but looking back, it was just, it was such a shit show. Um, I had to borrow a truck and trailer to go get him last minute because my truck decided to die. And that was when I got the phone call that the mechanic said that my truck was totaled, but he'll be really nice and buy it off of me for $1,500, because the repairs it needs is just going to be worth more than the truck is worth, and, uh, keep in mind it was a Dodge Diesel 2500, and basically I came to find out that that was not in fact true, and he just wanted to buy my truck cheap. Um, it was only a $5,000 fix, not a $30,000 fix. Anyway, that's the point. So, Shiloh. So, we went to go pick him up. The lady was someone who took horses off the track on consignment and sold them for owners, which is very needed, and I appreciate all the people who take the time to do that. But That being said, she was very upfront. She had not had him for very long. She had done, like, some ground stuff with him, but nothing much other than that. He was track broke. I was comfortable with this because I know what track broke means. I've had a lot of off-the-track horses. I was very comfortable with it. She did tell me that one of the ladies that volunteered at her barn said that he tried to challenge her, but she had never had any problems with that, which I believed because, you know, you never know what kind of volunteers you're going to get, what signs they don't read from the horse, stuff like that. So I didn't think anything of it. I was like, yeah, not a big deal. Get him loaded up. He was a dream to load. Super good boy everything was great. Get him home. The first things I wanted to do was get him fattened up and get him a uh, pimp treatment, which is, uh, similar. It's like a MagnaWave kind of deal, like a pull. How do I explain it? It's like a, there's a word that I'm missing here. It makes them recover quicker. And it helps sore muscles and any kind of soreness it'll help get rid of. And it promotes healing and blood flow. Um, So I went ahead and got that done on him. All this stuff, took him home and was just messing with him on the ground. And I pretty quickly figured out that it was correct. He was a horse that would try to kind of stand his ground and challenge you a little bit. And by that, I mean the second I would walk in the stall, he would immediately turn his butt towards me and try to kick. With no, like there was warning signs, but with no real reason. It was just anytime time you put any pressure on him at all as far as walking towards him. You could go in there and clean the stall, no issues. But the second you went to go halter him or blanket him or try to brush him or pet him or anything like that, he'd turn around and want to kick you. I don't really remember him being much of a biter. I think it was mostly the kicking. And he was kind of like that with everything. And I I worked with him. I did um, some ulcer guard treatment on him. Kind of was hoping that as he got fed up a little bit more and was on grass hay consistently, his stomach issues would go away. That matched with the ulcer guard. And I got him some different supplements, tried a couple different things, and his behavior never changed. His body did he looked better he looked like he was feeling better but his attitude never changed and whenever you would go to lunge him or anything in the round pin he would just automatically put his nose in the corner of the round pin and double barrel kick at you that was just his automatic reaction even if you were just standing in the middle like you could even just not be doing anything and that's what he would do at this point, I had had him for a while and had been working with him for a while and did all the supplements and feeding up and all that. And I didn't really see any changes behavior wise. So I went ahead and decided to get him some vet work done. We just did an overall exam and uh, we decided to scope him. He did have some ulcers in his hindgut. His stomach looked really good, but his hindgut had some ulcers. So we did a month's worth of treatment for that. And I was really hopeful. I thought that this would, you know, be the turning point, and it would get better. And it really didn't change. I kept working with him, uh, did the treatment, and I didn't see the improvement. I tried really hard for a long time, just doing a lot of groundwork. And anytime I did sit on him, which I did a handful of times, he was more than happy to walk around. But the second you asked for anything more, even just a trot, He would just stop, throw his head in the air, and act like he wanted to rear. And I never really got that out of him. I do remember we had one really good ride. It was in the round pin, because we never made it out of the round pin. I think I walked him around in the big arena once, and I was hoping he would be better. I asked him for his trot, and he immediately reared his standard that he does in the round pin. But this one night, it was about 10 o'clock at night, I was out in the round pin, and he just did awesome. We only walked trotted. I didn't I didn't want to ask him for a canter when he was being so good and he was just flowing and he felt good and he seemed genuinely happy. And I was so excited and then the next day it was right back to not. And I don't know what changed. I don't know what I did to cause that or what you know, what happened. It's just how it went. And at this point I had a couple at least a year invested into him. I think it was over a year, closer to two. And I tried everything I knew to do. The only thing I didn't try to do was just try to bully him through it and be more aggressive. Partially because I wasn't brave enough to, because I didn't know if he would explode worse or this or that. And partially I I just didn't want to. And I didn't know if maybe he would do better with that or worse. Um, but it wasn't something I wanted to do, so I decided that it would probably be best for him and I to part ways, and that was a really hard decision because he was such a specific horse, and he had a lot of good qualities that you could see. He just had that dark side where he was, would kick at you and strike at you and this and that, and even putting on his blanket was a chore and could very well be dangerous if done incorrectly. So, it was a hard decision, and obviously I didn't want anything bad to happen to him, at least if he's with me. I know nothing's bad is happening with him, but at the end of the day, he was another feed bill. We were not progressing. I was out of ideas other than just bullying him through things, which I didn't want to do, so I decided to sell him, and I listed him for $1,500 because at this point, he was older. He did at least have decent groundwork by then I had worked him out of all his round pin issues and that kind of stuff it was just the riding that we couldn't get through at this point and uh the market horse market got higher anyway so I listed him for 1500 still cheaper still very cheap but cheaper than I bought him for but I put a lot of money into him I put a lot of money in time and he was listed for probably a good six months and I met with a lot of people I told people I was not comfortable with them trying to ride him at my house or barn because I just, I didn't trust him and I knew it could go dangerous in the wrong hands. And I was just very upfront with people. I told him his story, exactly what had happened and this and that, and that I was just out of ideas and he needed a different trainer to help him progress. And I met with several people. None of them seemed like the right fit. And I'm sure some of them I scared off, but I didn't really mind because they didn't seem like the right fit. And then finally I had a family come out, and the girl who wanted to work with him was, I think she was 17 or 18, and she had worked with a trainer for years. She had brought along several other off-the-track horses and babies and stuff, and they just said all the right things, did all the right things. They you know, pet him on the ground, looked him at him a bit. Even when I was texting with them before they ever even came out, they just said all the right things, and you could tell that they were really knowledgeable. And like I was with everybody else, I was super for uh straight up with them. And they asked me exactly what he would do when I did ride him. So I sent them videos of me just walking around on him, asking for a trot, him threatening to to rear, but he doesn't. I didn't push him far enough to actually make him rear. And I, I just sent them videos of everything bad he did and told them, this is this is what I'm working with. Uh, it's not something I'm comfortable moving forward with, but if you guys are comfortable with it, that would be great. And so they did. They took him, they bought him, and I was really nervous at first because... I was excited that I found them because they did seem like the right fit. They seemed very knowledgeable. But in the back of my head, I was thinking, if this girl gets hurt on him, I am gonna feel so bad for allowing them to take him. And even though it wouldn't technically be my fault and I don't technically have control over anything, I would just feel so bad if he hurt anybody. And I knew he had the potential. So they took him, they weren't worried about any of the problems I told him about. I told them about for him. And I didn't hear anything for a little bit. They let me know that he settled in and was safe and all that stuff. But I didn't hear anything for a while. And then a few, I think, maybe six months, maybe longer went by. And they texted me an update. And they said it had been a really hard road. And it took a lot of effort they put a lot of vet work into him and found out there was nothing wrong with him the treatment i had done got rid of the ulcers he had no other health issues whatsoever it was just you know either lack of training or a trauma response or this or that it had nothing to do with pain that the vet could find and they did a lot of vet work so after that they just worked with him And they said it just took a lot of patience and treats and making people a good thing again. And she sent me videos of him out in the arena, doing a walk, trot, canter both ways, you know, working on some ground rails. They hadn't gone higher than ground rails yet because he was, uh, he didn't, you know, they were still training him. But they loved him and he was doing really well with them. And she even sent me pictures of the girl on him bareback and just having a good time with him. And that made my heart very happy because at the end of the day, I just wasn't right for him. And he wasn't right for me. We did not mesh. And that's okay. Not every horse you get is gonna fit you or your style. And selling horses is not the worst thing in the world. A lot of times it can end up a lot better for your horse if you're just not the right fit for it. That being said, you do need to be very cautious and careful and put in the time and consideration when anytime you do sell your horse and try to set them up for the most success you can. But in some cases, selling them is the kinder thing to do for them. You just have to make sure they end up in the right place. And every horse I sell, I tell everyone that just let me know. If anything happens or it doesn't work out or this or that, I will always back this horse up and I will always be there for this horse. Just please let me know. I don't care what the situation is. And and so far, it's it's gone good. I haven't sold a ton of horses because I don't really enjoy selling them because every horse I work with does take a piece of my heart with them. So I, I do like to keep them, but... <laughs> But sometimes selling him is the answer and for Shiloh it was way better for him and I am so happy for him and I Hope and wish them all the success. It seems to be going really great. And I am just so happy about that It just could not have worked out any better especially with a horse that could have been potentially dangerous and they made him a good perfect boy just with a lot of time patience and love and they got there Now, since we're on the topic of baby horses, and I told you a story of one that did not work out with me, but did work out with the other people, which is awesome. I love that. I figure I'll tell you about the baby that I did mesh with and I have worked with for a long time and that I have put all my heart and soul into. But we're just going to talk about one little story because I cannot share enough I can't tell you how good this horse is in just one session. You need all the stories. So I'll tell you a story that actually doesn't make her look that good. But it is funny, and it does make me laugh. So the most perfect baby in the world is Miss Guess. And I want to share with you the story of taking Guess to the ocean for the first time. She was four years old when this took place. I broke her as a three-year-old. I think it was towards the end of her three-year-old year. I think. Could be wrong on that. I've had her since she was two. And her two-year-old year, year, we did all liberty and just wearing different tack and getting used to things and traveling, stuff like that. And then I believe as a three-year-old, I took her to the ocean and just led her there. And then this time, I believe she was four, and it was the first time I rode her in the ocean. And I broke her bareback. I had ridden her in the saddle since, obviously, but I was very comfortable with her bareback, so I figured we'll go to the ocean, I'll ride her bareback, she's perfect baby Guess, so it'll be fine. And sure enough, it was, for a while. And we followed Miss Treasure, the older horse of the group that we took, and she, Miss Treasure went right in the ocean, and Guess followed right behind her, and we were playing around, having a good time. Guess is enjoying the water, because she is a little bit of a water baby. And she starts pawing in the water, which is fine. I think it's fun. It it makes me laugh. I'm like, yeah, you you do that. And then um, I kind of know that when a horse starts pawing, they might buckle and go down. I just like usually you can feel that happening. And usually you can feel them start to think about going down. In this case, she had pawed several times and her knees never even started to buckle, not even a little bit. And then she fully committed. And she went down and she rolled in the ocean. only she rode where, rolled where it was a little deep for rolling and then she couldn't get up and I'm still on her like riding her bareback because she didn't get a full roll and she went down the water went pretty much over her head and she decided that was a bad idea and ev- immediately tried to get back up I'm still on her bareback the whole time only with the weight of the water she was having a really hard time getting up so she'd get halfway up and then fall slip back down. Then she'd get halfway up and slip back down. This happened four times. I wrote it out three of those four times. <laughs> and I just, every single time she'd try again. I'd be like, oh, okay, this is the time we'll get up. It's fine. She'd get halfway up and fall back down. And then finally, on the third one, I lost my balance and fell off in the ocean. And, uh, well, after the third one, cause it was the fourth one, she actually got up and, uh, yeah, she got up and then she just ran out of the ocean and then turned around and looked at me like, sorry, that was not the best idea. And she, like, couldn't quite comprehend. I don't know that she could quite comprehend what happened. <laughs> she just looked slightly scarred and traumatized. She was looking at me like, what happened? I don't know how that even occurred. And I walked out and she immediately, she was super easy to catch because she's perfect baby guest. She's a good girl. And we ended up going back in the ocean after that, and she was fine. It took a little bit of convincing, and then she was like, okay, we're good. (laughs) We're good. It wasn't the ocean's fault. (laughs) But, yeah, it just makes me laugh. And you know what? That's, you know, lesson lesson learned is that you don't assume, even when it's perfect baby, because Guess is perfect baby Guess. She's perfect. She is absolutely perfect. But, you know, she still makes baby mistakes at the end of the day, and that's okay. It was bound to happen well, maybe not bound to happen, but it did happen. And that's okay. I wasn't mad at her. There was no reason to be mad at her. It was an accident and it was really funny. So just keep in mind, anytime you're working with your perfect baby, enter your horse's name here. Just remember things can still happen. They'll, they're still going to have baby moments and there's still going to be funky little accidents <laughs> mixed in. Uh, you can definitely limit those accidents, but at the end of the day, they're babies. They're going to do stupid, silly things. And that is what Guess learned that day in the ocean. But she's still a perfect baby Guess, and I still love her. Thank you for tuning in to the Top Gun Horsemanship Experience. If you are curious about what we're currently up to, check out my socials at Top Gun Horsemanship on Facebook and Instagram. See y'all next time and have a great week.